This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin, brought to you locally by Smiley One. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. Uh, Daryl, I'm going to pose the question you just asked me right back at you on this question of um, how can you have leadership when leadership has kind of asked the question again, I, I forgot how you phrased it. How do you fix the leadership on this team? If you don't change the leadership in the off season. Okay. Do you have an answer for that? You don't, it doesn't change. I, you know, um, so what happens? Because, because if the current leadership hasn't been able to lead, right. And they're all coming back. Uh, what you, you, is water going to get turned into wine? Are the fishes going to get multiplied? Um, you, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know how it does. I don't know how it changes. It, it, you know, um, and, I, and I'm honest to God, I'm not trying to be sarcastic here. Uh, I'm being sincere. Like I leadership, I think they don't have a talent issue. We've talked about this at nausea. Miles Garrett said after the game, you know, considering the talent we have, we, you know, it, it is frustrating. We should be better than we are, et cetera, et cetera. I'm paraphrasing there, but that you know that that's kind of my point like they don't have a talent problem or is it a perfect roster andy no and we're gonna as we go through the offseason we're gonna be breaking down position groups and where they need to make adjustments and changes and things like that but like i I feel like they had enough to be successful this year and so that's why i kind of feel like um I, i i just i i feel like that the missing intangible for this organization is leadership, both off the field as well as on the field. And look no further than what happened with Jadavian Clowney. Like this thing had been boiling over and boiling over since, as it turns out, October, late October, that first game in Baltimore, where this, you know, resentment started festering. And one of your chief's jobs as an NFL head coach, Andy, is to manage those personalities. Mike Tomlin managed Antonio Brown. You want to talk about one of the most difficult prima donna style type personalities, right? Typically the Steelers, they they run into problems with their guys when it's time for them to get paid. But it, it never seems to, while there's all this drama and story and headlines on, you know, the four letter network and three letter network and all that, it doesn't affect the product on the field. They all, you know, those guys always go out and do their jobs and they win football games, right? 
I mean, my God, the San Francisco 49ers with a rookie quarterback is, is we record this post game. Uh, so we'll see obviously what they do in their season finale, but Purdy had won all four of his starts. You, you see what I'm like? So I just, you know, you brought up Jacksonville, um, which a year ago was a flaming dumpster fire. It, it, it's just, it is mind boggling that um, the Browns employ a guy with the title chief strategy officer and the strategy doesn't win. <laughs> like they're not winning games with a chief strategy officer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, I, I just, I wonder I, if, I don't, know, we talk I, about... I don't know what the answer is. I don't know how they fix it. I just know that they've got a major, major problem that they need to fix this off season. Again, I asked the question, what are the odds? Is there any chance Kevin's not back next year? Cause no. you said it. I mean, on the outside looking in, if this was a different franchise, he may not be back next year. Um, I'm just wondering if there's any way tomorrow isn't what we think it. I, I, you know, Joe Wood seems to be on the hottest of hot seats. Yeah, they gave up 28 points against the Steelers in a you know the last game of the season. I'm sure the players are probably going to be like it's our fault rather than Joe's fault. You know, when talking to the right. media, but I, I just I don't know where where this franchise goes, and I, I also understand that I feel like the Haslam's are trying to overcompensate for what they did early in their career. That's By exactly having a quick hook, you know. That that's exactly the problem. So, I'm going to give the chief strategy officer the mulligan for the one and fifteen and zero and sixteen, but the chief strategy officer has helped the Cleveland Browns achieve the following, and I say achieve with a straight face. Are you ready, Andy? Seven, eight, and one, six and ten. 11, 5, and 0 in a playoff victory. So we're going to give him a golf clap for that one. Good job. Okay. 8, and 9, and now 7, and 10. So of those five years of what was supposed to be sustained success for the Cleveland Browns, four of those five years are losing seasons. That's by employing a chief strategy officer whose chief job is to help you put together strategy that helps you win football games. He's the first guy I'd fire, but he probably ain't going to get fired. It's the self-preservation society out there. There's no one in that building that'll go to the Haslam's and tell them, yeah, we need to replace these guys because they're not getting it done. That's never happening because the people that they need to be replaced with will want to blow out half the building, including some of those people whose job it is to make recommendations to ownership about staffing. So if if their organizational structure, Andy, prevents them from making necessary change. And so they're going to bring back Kevin Stefanski because let's, in Stefanski's defense, and this isn't much of a defense, but it's all it's the best you're going to get. Is unproven coordinator dude going to come in here and turn the Cleveland Browns around, right? That right. It, it is yet to work. They, they've hired a half a dozen of those guys since 1999. It's yet to work, right? Kevin Stefanski is the closest. And here's the thing, too. Kevin Stefanski is the winningest coach since 1999. He's barely above 500. He has the 11-5 and five season, basically, uh, as far as, you know, banking those wins 
uh, to keep him above 500 going into year four. So while the last two years have been disappointing, Andy, he's he's still the winningest coach since 1999. So he's kind of got that in his his hit you know back pocket there. Um, but you know they should have called Sean Payton weeks ago. They should touch base. They should have touched base with Jim Harbaugh. And then if both of those said no, then you stand pat and you bring these guys back for a fourth year. But the fact that you're not even going to make an attempt to get better in, in the head coaching and the GM and the front office positions, that that to me is bad ownership. Because, I, I look, I don't think Andrew Barry deserves a fourth year. I don't think Kevin Stefanski deserves a fourth year. Paul DePodesta doesn't deserve a seventh, eighth year. This will be eight years with Paul DePodesta coming up this fall. Daryl, there was a, you know, I'm, I I hate doing this because I don't believe in this, but <clears throat> there was a shot on defense where they had, yeah, and I don't know that anyone realized it. There was a point where the Bengals were driving down the field and I saw Kevin standing on the sidelines. You mean the Steelers? And the Browns were on defense. Uh, 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 I'm sorry. The Steelers had the ball. They were driving okay. down the field. The Browns were on defense. Okay. And they had a shot of the bench. It wasn't a typical shot of the bench. It was a shot of the bench that you would see when they're trying to show the whole play and right. you kind of see the guys in the background. And I saw Kevin standing at the end, like wasn't near anybody in the play and wasn't near any guys on the team. He was by himself at the end, like watching. And it just goes back to the whole, it just goes back to the whole wondering, you know, is he, trying to do too much because I don't feel like he was doing enough there trying to do too much on offense is the is my point I think he needs to be in a position where he's overseeing everything if he really wants to say this is on me then I kind of want to see him in a position where he gives up the play calling and I've never said that before because I think he does scheme Andy good plays. Calls the plays and has no problem winning hmm? Andy Reid calls the plays and the Chiefs have no problem winning well, I mean, Andy Reid's got a ton of experience, and I still think Kevin in some ways is a neophyte when it comes to being a head coach in the NFL. He's still young. And, you know, if he's going to take the heat for the defense suffering, why not just be the head coach and and oversee the defense and oversee the offense and, and oversee special teams throughout the game? I just like I, – I, again, I'm not a big proponent of looking at one play throughout a game and trying to judge a whole body of work. I just, they need to structurally figure out a a different set of ways of doing things here because it's just, there's no rhyme or reason on a lot of the things they do. At least it comes off that way. If you're going to let the defense be run kind of pseudo independently, then you need, you, when you replace Joe Woods, this off season, you have to bring in a taskmaster. That that's, that's the fix. This way, the assistant head coach, or what is that? defense make him the defensive coordinator assistant head coach whatever like you have to bring in you have to bring in someone that cracks the whip because on the defensive side of the ball is where they lack the most discipline let's be honest about it right yes let's touch on that when we come back we'll get back a little bit into the game today too because we really haven't talked a whole lot about that again it's a post-game edition of the browns uh and, and steelers game from today where the steelers won 28 to 14 um, it's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. Back with more. Right after. 